like that. Dry January. Long, wet February. Filthy February. Moist February. Ooh. Which. Oh, don't say I don't it. Want, I don't want to ruin it. Yep. Well, this will come out after. Did you Did do it? it yet? Yes. Yeah. It was the first Wordle that I missed. You didn't get it? No. I got it in, and then in three. Two people said that I ruined it because I was like, oh, of course it would be on that word. That's my favorite word ever. And they're like, oh, you ruined it. I'm like, how do you guys know my favorite word ever? So many people pay attention to all your little nuances, David. They know. Yeah. They know. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I couldn't think of the word. So the word today on Wordle was moist. Yeah. I always start with loser. That's <laughs> always my first word, loser. Okay. Uh, my second one out of some some crazy, um, wait, I think I got a four. Well, I forget what my second word was. My third word ended up being joist. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this word is. And they're like, oh, shit, I got it. Like, you ever get that? I like, had, yeah. You know what it, like, it, but it, I, it didn't connect with me that it was moist. Yeah, I had one of those things where I had the last four letters. I think it's worse. It's, that's the worst to get the last four letters than to have, like, any other letters in the, because then it could be so many things, right? Like, I don't know. My first word is lager, by the way. It would be. And then I usually do, I was doing pound after that because you pound a lager, but I might have to change it to sound. Like I use I the wheel like of fortune. I try to get as much like R-S-T-L-N-E. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like they, since it's still newer, they're only on like 200 or so. I feel like they've been going for some of the more. If you like, don't know what we're talking about, Wordle is a game you play once a day. Mm-hmm. It's five letters, and when you you get six tries to guess it, it just yeah you to guess it. It just got bought by the New York Times, mm-hmm. and it went from like in the article I read, it went from three hundred players in November to three hundred thousand in December. And now everybody now if you go on Twitter, it's just people posting the letter to it went from three hundred thousand to literally everybody. Yeah, to literally and spinoffs. I'm a fan of the new the new one, Loodle. Yeah. I was better at Loodle than I was at Wordle. But I, I got Loodle in one shot today. I got the very first one I did, I got in the first try. It was taint. It was it was prick today. <laughs> so well, you can imagine. So We've we're been, not ruining it for anybody, by the way. If if this podcast comes out, yeah, after, it's already yeah. This was would have been whatever a different day. <laughs> there is definitely an unspoken rule that you do not share it at all. Share what the word is, or even a hint. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Which, yeah. Somebody put a bot on Twitter that like was putting the words up every day or something, oh, and people man. were like, "You disgusting motherfucker! I hate you!" Like it was crazy how people rallied around. Don't spoil Wordle. Yeah. Like, let's not come together for something, you know, constructive. <laughs> Don't spoil Wordle. Yeah, because it's only once a day. And mm-hmm. it's, I think that's a thing. I was thinking about it. Like, why is this so successful? And it's, there are, there's nothing in the world that you have to wait for. And then it's true. Wait. 
like I was joking about people. I'm like, I'm going to get a VPN and change my, <laughs> my time zone so I can get it early. And yeah, so that's, I think it's a great idea for a game. And it's one of those things that's, you know, a couple minutes a day. And anyway, this is now a Wordle fan cast. Yeah. We're going to shout go. out to Wordle. The guy who invented it, his last name is Wardle, W-A-R-D-L-E. Yeah, a crazy playoff, his name. Because <laughs> I was like, what's this? What's this? Oh, there's also a Taylor Swift version, Gary. I don't know if you tried that one. What's it called? Anyway, all this to announce, we're going to have Beardle, beers, beers mm-hmm. and Beardle, for words that we love. Five, and they, they're not all going to be five letters. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be a run the gamut. <laughs> Run the gamut of the beers and beards daily crossword puzzle. Are you yeah. a crossword guy or Sudoku? Not or really. Dumb shit. I like. Um, I, I do like word games. Obviously, Wordle. But I was Word into Sudoku before. I did a. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the thing where they have like a uh, phrase, and every letter is a different letter, and you have to figure out what the letters are. And it's kind of like a, I I forget what it's called, but I used to do it when I was in like high school. One of my teachers, one of my teachers showed me and of course uh, I had to do it. Anyway, this is the beers and beard, beers and beards podcast. That's Gary. Hello. He usually doesn't sound like that. Go back to some of our other episodes. Do I I really sound that bad? I don't sound that different to me. You sound a little, a little different. Don't go back to episode one. Go back to about episode thirty six. That's yeah. We, we didn't take guy. over. We didn't take over hosting until like episode seven. <laughs> yeah, it was different people. <laughs> it was different people. We we always joke about this, but up until when we were getting ready, when we were recording our first episode, this was supposed to be three people. Yeah, you imagine how awful that would have been. <laughs> yeah, well, I figured like. It didn't necessarily always have to be all three of us, but it mm-hmm. could have been like, you know, one week it could have been two, you know, two. And then I figured two of the three would be available every week. And they are. So, it's just yeah. us. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> us. No weeks off. We got COVID. No weeks off. By the way, I don't know if I have COVID, but I did go to the doctor today, David. It's not contagious through a podcast, is it? Okay. No, everybody in my house, if you listened last week, you know, everybody in my house has COVID. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get it. But I'm pretty sure I got it now, and that's okay. Uh, but if you don't test, you'll never know. That's right. So Fewer cases if we don't yeah. test. Too many numbers. There's so many um, cases in our county that you have to self-report now to the, to the uh, health department. What do you mean they, you have to self-report? They can't keep up. How? So you, they ask that you fill out a form where you got tested and all that. Days no. and all that. Well, so, Harlan, by and this sounds bad, but the best thing that happened to Harlan was catching COVID because it knocked his quarantine down by ten days. Long. I'm like with COVID. Yeah, it's that vaccination bias, right? So I don't. Know. I want to know. Yeah, there's. Pretty much everyone that I know, it, I, I remember there was a time when it was like, you know, for the first couple months, it was like, I don't know anyone that's had this or anyone that's even 
thought they had, you know, whatever. And then now it's like, I don't know anyone that hasn't had it. Right. Yeah. That's what my doctor said today. He was like, everybody's going to get it. We're going to normalize it and it'll be fine. You just have to ride the wave. Although, yeah, I do know a couple of people that I, at least that they haven't told me they've had it in my like really close friend group. Mm-hmm. But maybe when I got it, that's where I got it from. It, that's the fun part now is trying to figure out how, how you got it. Because they did it way with all the contact tracing here. Yeah. Is it like that there too? I think so. I think certain places contact trace, but it's so there's so many people that are just not reporting or, you know, you do the at home test and you just quarantine for however long. And then, yeah. Yeah. So we are on the precipice. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Of a major porpoises, porpoises, weather event. (laughs) So we're recording this a night early because I don't know about where you're at. I'm not paying attention to that area, but we're supposed to get up to three, uh, three quarters of an inch of ice tomorrow. Yeah. I saw are the, you, are you, you know, supposed to get snow or ice? You're supposed to get both, but I saw the map and I was in the, there was a, a map they put out. One area was eight to 12 beers. One was six to six to eight. I think we're in the four to six, but I'm probably going to drink more than that just to. You got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, I do. I went three weeks. I did not do all of dry January, but I'm back. If you saw my. It was, it was, we like to call this a soft rehab for David. (laughs) Yes, I do. I'm trying it on for size. Like, uh, Burt Kreischer did when he went and filmed his movie. <laughs> He's, you know, saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to rehab in a month. <laughs> going in a month. Or going, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm planning. Yeah. He's like, does anybody actually ever do that? So I don't think so. I think you're pretty You, you have to know. go at, yeah, right at that time. None of them go. But what the one of the major differences living in the South, I consider myself more South than Midwest or whatever it is. Is that when the storms approach, people rush out for the milk and the bread. And I've been yeah. told the farther north you go, that's not the case. They rush to, to the liquor store. Right. Like that that's a thing. Like everybody's like, Oh, you gotta get to the liquor store. And you <laughs> know, we're true. our our dumbasses down here buying up all the bread and milk like we're gonna have French toast for seven days, you know. <laughs> Like I don't even eat bread or milk, but or eat bread or drink milk. It's like I got I gotta get the necess the real necessities. I'm uh like I said, I went to the doctor today, and of course, we're all just a couple episodes of Grey's Anatomy or a good WebMD search away from being physicians. I feel like that's the day and age we live in. Now well, there's twenty plus surgery. seasons of Grey's Anatomy. So yeah, yeah, I'm not pick- very far away from from you know getting my MD. I I was not to sidetrack, but I'm pretty sure that I know how to launder money based on Ozark. Have you finished the? <laughs> no. Oh, there is one episode though where he talks. Are you on the fourth season? Yeah, there is an episode. I think it's in season two where he teaches his. He basically t- teaches his son how to money it, launder. Yeah, his son knows how, but he's t- he's showing his son how to evade the alarms that he got on there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because, spoiler alert, his mom ratted him out. 
So anyway, hmm. so any, I'm very close to being like, I don't, Position. I'm not really into going to the doctor much. My health, I, I'm currently obviously a beacon of health. Yeah. Um, so I go, I, I go a couple weeks ago, get my blood work done, all that. And I'll listen to thrilling conversation, but just follow along. Um, my blood pressure has been high, which I mean, look at me, my blood pressure should be high, right? Like if it was, if it wasn't high, they if would, it wasn't high, they would worry about you. Yeah. They'd be like, Whoa, are you on drugs? Are you taking like some blood Cocaine. pressure drugs, some street blood pressure drugs or, you know, some red, red yeast rice. Yeah. So get, get my blood work. I'm supposed to come back today. We're going to check my blood pressure, go over my blood work. So I get there, my blood pressure's through the roof. I'm like, fuck. And so I'm telling the doctor, I was like, dude, this is giving me anxiety. Like, I'm just going to die. He's like, no, it's not that serious. I was like, then why we, I feel like we're making a big deal out of this. He's like, no, we're going to get it regulated. He's like, but it's not that serious. I was like, all right. He's like, you just need to lose some weight. And I was like, well, no shit. Like you, you, my insurance money's paying you to tell me to lose weight. Like society tells me that every day, you know? Yeah. You say you're like, I watch these women on these shows and I feel like I need to try to fit in the, in these swimsuits that they're fitting in. Yeah. Like I feel, you know, I'm just socially conditioned to, to want to be a, a stick figure. Yeah. But, and, and so he's like, your blood works good. My cholesterol's fine. So just the blood pressure only issue. But he's like, you need a good diet. So all that to say, I'm sitting in the car afterwards, and I, I called Abby, and I'm like, shit, maybe I'll go vegan for like six months. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just go all carnivore for six months. <laughs> like, Why don't I just go get fucking surgery? You know, <laughs> like, come on now. I, I, I was waffling all this in my head. So I'm at, like, you know, everybody's got like that aha moment where they have to make a change. Mm-hmm. I'm at that aha moment where I'm like, fuck, if I keep doing this, die even though he says i wasn't gonna die but i feel like when i talk like oh hypertension the silent killer yeah but then i told abby he's like man that's the way i want to go just my heart pops and i'm out like i don't want no long drawn out sickness just wake up dead (laughs) wake up dead yep there you go (laughs) here i am that would be a good name of like a uh like someone's memoir woke up dead or a good emo band yeah. That we're going to form shortly. Yeah. Not that this is a self-help podcast, but it's whatever it's our show. We make it whatever we want to be. I know I got, I have something to talk about with that later. Self-help, but no, but I think that the biggest thing with change, you know, changing things like that is, is you don't look at it like a temporary thing. Because oh come on that you yeah look at david it's temporary. a fucking lifestyle yeah no I mean, not I've even that, that but you look at it like changing you know small things and changing you know don't try to go because it it'll shock your body like you have to i not that i'm perfect but anything any change that i make i i try to say you know i'm gonna do one thing then add layer on layer on I don't, know. I don't know. I just sound really stupid. Is your, but... is your is your is your personal trainer available? I feel like you've not been using them. I probably need to use them. 
Yeah, he's. I think he still texts me. <laughs> he's still charging After, you. Like, you two going. years. <laughs> anyway, th- we like to talk about alcohol. That's one thing. He's like, if you drink a lot, you probably need to quit. I was like, I don't. I was like, what do you consider it a lot? I was like, I'm a big guy. Like a lot for me. Uh, like a little for me is a lot for you. You, 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 you feel me? Like, <laughs> you, it's all relative. Picking up what I'm putting down. But your liver is the same size, right? I don't know. You think, dude? No, know. because he talked about fatty liver. And then in my in my research material today, like an obese person has a fatty liver. And how do you, what's the best way to reduce a fatty liver? That would be a low-carb diet. That's going to mm. be the effective to get that fat off your liver. But I digress. Um, I'm excited today for my drink, but, uh, the first news of the day, yeah. which should not surprise anybody, Buffalo Trace Distillery sets new tourism record. Mm-hmm. We talked about this and you've been there. Yeah. Last week, right? How bourbon tourism is going to just ramp up. And I think it already has, it's definitely been trending up. And the the question that I had though was so Buffalo Trace, you know, the their products are hard to get, except for at the distillery. You can buy, you know, their traditional flagship bourbon and then they have one of their special um harder to find bourbons, whether it be Blanton's or E. H. Taylor or Eagle Rare on each day. So do they count those as guests because that's like in the gift shop right or do they, they count, count people tours? that took took tours i don't know welcome more than 340 guests in 2021 the company reports that's a 134 percent increase in the number of visitors hosted in 2020 amid the covid19 pandemic and a 16 percent increase in visitors from 2019 since 2010 visitation at buffalo trace has increased by 500 and 56 percent so you want to talk about bourbon boom and also bourbon tourism and like people are just i think that even though they're not part of the bourbon trail i think the bourbon trail becoming a thing and becoming like where it's this group and it's a destination has really helped from the tourism standpoint right because it's People are are. I don't want to go. I don't want to go do one or two. I want to do five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, yeah. how many ever. But that's, that's really helps. It's the all the same process. Like if you've been to one, it's kind of the same thing, other yeah. than the visuals, like where, the landscape, the the buildings. Like the process is all the same. Right. Like that's I've been to almost. I'm coming up on 400 breweries, and I even if and a they're place all does a tour, even if a place does a tour, I'm like, yeah, I've seen. You guys have tanks. Like I, said, I know what a I know what a bright tank looks like. I know what a fermenter looks like. Um, unless it's a place that does things differently. Like there's a place up in Dayton that doesn't have any. They don't brew with any electricity or um, gas. It's it's all like old. That's the, that's the Amish brew brewery, over, right? Yeah, it's actually in. It's called Carillon. It's in a historic park. So it's done. They do things how they did in the eighteen. 20s i think oh, early 1800s and i'm like you guys know that there's you know they're they got to be cheating somehow like yeah like, uh, yeah it's like uh you've been on a pedal wagon and they're like oh yeah you guys have to pedal and then they hit that gas pedal and you're like oh we started going really fast 
anyway. So Buffalo Trace is my favorite distillery, and and you were privy to this. The lines in the mornings when they release those bourbons is ungodly. Now those dissipate after it's all sold, right? Or they mm-hmm. find out they were posting what it was the night before. I don't, I, I don't know, if, I don't know if they still do that. But I don't know. I don't know that any other distilleries like that. You know, for like people lining up. Yeah, nobody's at Maker's Mark being like, "Hey, let me get that green dip bottle." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, there's certain yeah. occasions when, like, they do a bottle for UK football or um, a Kentucky Derby win or something like that. The demand for those, just those bottles, is super high. But on a day to day basis, nobody's lining up to get them. You know, some Maker's Mark or Wolf right. Reserve. You got to think that's got to be part because there's so many brands under the Buffalo Trace umbrella. Yeah. And you know. are there any that are like easy to get? Even Benchmark, like awful. <laughs> but, but even like ancient age, right? It's that's Buffalo Trace, right? It's hard to get. Yeah. It, it goes, it's and that's like a $10, $12, $10 bottle, $12 bottle. And it's, you know, they go through. Was that Baby Blanton's? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but like Weller is is you know you can get it. You it, Weller's one of those. If you want it, you can you can usually find yeah. it. But it's not even the markup on, on like show. Weller Green Label is yeah. not too bad. Like you may have to pay sixty for it when retail's like twenty four, but that's still I'd pay sixty for it. Yeah, the, not the, currently the, got too much yeah. bourbon, but. <laughs> Yeah. Is there is, got, the, yeah. is there a bourbon that you've had that you continue to buy? Like that you've you know I know you've got several and I've I've got one or two bottles that I've empty bottles. Like you'll empty the bottle and go back and get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them is Chattanooga whiskey, which I'm getting down to the to the nitty gritty of it. <laughs> I'm going to bring you some of that, which we were just talking about before the show. Yeah, um, I just like it, and I don't know that it's necessarily like the greatest of all but it's just like i you know it's one of those that i'm just i like it yeah i like what the brand stands for i like that it's a little different i like that it's you know kind of a unique place it's a smaller distillery right it's in tennessee (laughs) um but i i it was one of honestly it was one of those i tried it and i was like there's no way this is gonna be good and it was and i liked it and it was good it surprised me and it was memorable from the beginning um Larceny what the dog is probably doing? the other one. Yeah. What the dog doing? <laughs> what was that? I found my soundboard. Larceny is probably one. That's that's mine. I've probably, in the course of this podcast, bought six bottles of Larceny. But you got to understand, in my... Again, I don't drink bourbon every night, you know, a couple nights a week. Uh, but when I go out socially, I'll bring a bottle, and trust me, it's gone almost instantly. Like mm-hmm. I almost have to bring two or three now. Because I, I'm not saying I'm converting people into bourbon, but it's definitely something you can pass around. And it, like a a 750 milliliter bottle does not last long when you got four or five people drinking out of it. Yeah, that's how you get. That's how you get get rid of some of them town branch or. <sighs> I mean, don't start with that, but I feel like right. once you have a once you have a couple in you, it's like that probably would go down a lot easier. <laughs> Some of the other ones. I doubt it. 
This has just turned into a town branch. Uh, <laughs> um, they're going to see hate, this. town branch hater podcast. I've not met anybody that likes town branch. I seriously think they just make because that's it's all tech, right? They just make it for their Kentucky bourbon barrel ale. They're like, we got to have, we have some barrels. So I talked about it. <laughs> we might as well put uh, bourbon in there. Like it's chemically aged. I've never seen anything to that, but that that's the assumption is the why. It's like got, that doesn't. To it. You mean chem like a like it's maybe they put it in the barrel for a year, two years, and then they try to make it taste older. Yes. Oh. I can I see that. So. Well, not good. You know what it is, though, Gary? We talked dry January. Move right on into flagship February. Is that a real thing, or did you create this? It was a thing that people tried to get going, and I'm like, I, I, I'll celebrate it. Why not? I mean, any beer holidays, I'll celebrate it. But I like the idea because with craft beer, what would you just play? Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson. Yep. <laughs> He's my spirit animal. Wow. Anyway. This is the whole podcast is going to be me fucking around with sounds. No! <laughs> Damn, was anyway, long. I lost my train of thought. The, oh, it's yeah. flagship February, and yes. I want to say, thank. Like I saw the engagement on Twitter. I was like, we don't even have this many fucking followers. I know we had, we have less than 200 followers on Twitter. Our first round, first four matchups, we, so we're doing a bracket of 16 beers. Flagship beers from breweries all across the country. Of I tried to pick breweries that I knew I could get the beer because the winning beer I'm going to drink on the show. And um, yeah, so the first uh, first four matchups. There's 16. There's eight matchups in the first round. I did four yesterday, four today. We had over a thousand votes, and we have less than less like than, 153 fucking Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, how is? I'm looking. I'm like, how is this possible? Also, uh, I like to address yeah. something here. David sometimes gets a little crazy on Twitter and says some shit. I, I know, reply, it's like a, and he never like replies to me. It's like a not a white hole, a black hole. Like he he talks all his shit. I'll say something to him, and he I don't. He might just delete it. I never go back to look. But he's bitch about politics today. Me being a good friend, I was like, hey, start a petition. I know, and he didn't even respond. I'm like, what the fuck? I usually. 95% of the time I say something about politics, I go back and delete it just because I'm like, no one cares about what I think. That's true. But also I like to meme on you. Like I like to, I like to say yeah. something back to you. Trying You're to- the only person I reply to on Twitter. Like I don't, Twitter's not my thing. I'm not yeah. like, but I will target you on Twitter. I know. Well, anyway, target us on Twitter. Beers, beards, pod. <laughs> We got probably by the time this comes out, we'll be in the semifinals or finals of our tournament. And I'm going to drink one of the beers. So I do like that. It it makes me, it just makes me think about there's all, there's so many breweries and there's so many beers and in craft beer, you get caught up in drinking the new, what's, you know, what's new, what's the next thing. And what haven't I tried? Yeah. What's on, what's the next big thing? Yeah. So it makes me think about, you know, hey, these breweries, and I rediscover every year, I rediscover, oh, yeah, I forgot how good this beer was. I forgot that this place is good. And the one that I come back to 
um, almost every year, Gary, is the beer that I'm drinking tonight. This wasn't even in the tournament. This this got a a, a four round buy to get into. The- <laughs> this one, this one, your breath. This is like the yes. people from my town. Like when mm-hmm. Moorhead State gets into the uh, NCAA tournament, they pick they they, <laughs> they pick, pick them all them. the way to the national championship. <laughs> like that's the 16 seed. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so before I forget, beer is brought to you by Rivalry Brews. So they've got Cincinnati beers, Gary. If you're not from Cincinnati, I'm not, and you know that you want to drink some maybe Cincinnati beer, they won't send it for to the me, so the big the, the big game coming up on Sunday, February thirteenth. They what will ship you the Puppy Bowl. It's the big. I don't think I don't know if we're even allowed to say it. The big game. Why, the, we, why can't we say where the, where Cincinnati will play Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. We have to be as nondescript as possible in um, a place where everybody's locked down, but they can have the Super Bowl. I know the Justin Trudeau anyway, will be yeah. here. <laughs> the Canadian Prime Minister. The winner gets to play the CFL champion. Wouldn't that be cool? The super if the NFL Super Bowl champion played the CFL, but it, they played under every year it would switch between CFL rules and it would the probably CFL, make more like sense if they played it like if this year if the winner played Georgia. It'd be a closer game than if they played the CFL. Yeah. You you did notice, and we'll come back to the we'll come back to the Bengals because we right. but anyway, get Cincinnati beer sent to you, you can celebrate. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl with beer from the Queen City from rivalrybrews.com. Code MMA McKinney to get 10% off. We got some fun things coming up with them. They've got Cleveland Beer Box coming. They've got some new beers, some fresh stuff. So tonight's beer, Gary, comes to us all the way from the great state of Oregon. Oh my God. I couldn't imagine it's any good. It's a beer that you. You've probably seen me drinking it already. It's a dark beer, but it mm-hmm. is from Deschutes Brewery. Deschutes. Black I got Deschutes, boys. I got Deschutes. Black Butte Porter. I feel like I've so, had that. Have you, you might have had it. I feel like I have. That name just very distinctive. So, nice dark beer. This is the number one selling mm. porter in the United States, Gary. Is it? Yeah. What's the difference between a... What's a explain what a porter is for... Explain to me what a porter is like I'm five. <laughs> so porter is is a – so there are different types of porters, but the most common type of porter is just an American porter. It's an ale, so it's brewed with ale yeast, but it's brewed with dark malts and usually like roasty, like, you know, really dark roasty malts. So you get more of that like robust flavor, similar to a stout in that it's a dark beer that drinks – lighter it's not going to be heavy um but a stout typically will have um you know like whether it be a a milk stout will have lactose in it you have oatmeal stout that has oatmeal in it so a porter is and it typically is i think a little bit dark even darker a porter and a lot of, is actually the great grandpa of today's stout yeah it's made similar to a malted stout. barley a good amount mm-hmm. of hops and top fermenting ale yeast. The end result is usually a dark, medium-bodied beer with a nice balance of malty sweetness and bitter hoppiness. There you go. 
allegedly. <laughs> so this beer is one that I, you know, it's available pretty much. It's available year round. It is a flagship beer from Deschutes. It's their number one selling beer. It's a number one selling porter in the U.S. And it just is easy drinking. I mean, I, this is already my second. It has great like notes of that like rich like vanilla or not vanilla but coffee flavor. Um, just like it perks you up. Uh, listen, I'm down for it. A nice robust beer. Spiros first brewed in 1988. You were you born then? No. Layered depth revealing distinctive chocolate and coffee notes. Dark and rich yet easy to drink. And that's I'm all about those dark beers that are easy to drink. Like you know my favorite style, Gary, is Schwartz beer. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it. You're like, oh, that's that's gonna be heavy, but it's a lot. It's light lager, easy drinking. Usually around four and a half to five percent. Porter is very similar to a Schwartz beer. Not as the only the only real difference is the yeast. So you've got a lager yeast and a Schwartz beer and ale yeast in a in a porter, but very similar. Um, a, a, a porter is a little bit more like robust and malty than a Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer can be a little bit more crisp, even for a dark beer, but. That's your beer lesson of the day. What if after dry January, you that first sip of beer, you're like, I don't like it no more. No, I made sure. Were you ever afraid of that? I was a little bit. I I, I got to the point I, f- I forgot what beer tasted like. Like, you know, I I was like, I, I can't really remember. I even had like, I was drinking hop water, hop tea. I had a few non-alcoholic beers. And I was like, I forget what real beer tastes like. Three weeks, that's all it takes, right? They say that's how long it takes to form a habit. So I, I will I will probably <laughs> I will probably do dry January again next year. The whole month? I enjoyed it. Probably the whole month. We'll see. What, what so what did you was there any clarity? Do you feel like your kidneys got a good flush? Like No. I mean I feel like the biggest thing was that I didn't I didn't like situate my life around oh what what brewery am i going to this weekend or what beer am i drinking it was so I, you, you took know, a three-week break on that yeah <laughs> it was and it's like hey I the biggest thing. number 400's coming up guys where should i go yeah and then it, it also made me think like you know what you know what do i why do i like beer why do i like alcohol and it made me realize i wasn't dependent upon it that i didn't have to like I was joking about getting the shakes and things like that. Like I didn't have any sort of withdrawals or anything like that. And if you did, I, I was going to be like, man, he's probably way more into it than we know. <laughs> no, but it made me realize, like, I feel like it was just like a reset, like a, you know, like a, I just reevaluated my relationship with alcohol as I, as I heard on an NPR podcast, I was like, that sounds weird, but that's kind of, that's exactly what it was. And it made me realize that, I'm, you know, I'm still in control, right? I, it doesn't control me, which I think is a hell is I a healthy like relationship. The with I need alcohol. to take with food, to be honest. If I'm being completely transparent yeah. here, yeah. So I think that that's the biggest thing is that that's it. To have like a healthy relationship is like you have not, which sounds weird, but like 
it doesn't control me and it doesn't i don't feel like i'm like reliant upon it and sometimes it's, it's like not part of your identity having a beer though. having a beer podcast running multiple beer social media accounts like you you feel like you can get wrapped up in it and i, gotta drink I felt it like all. i was okay but i did want to give a shout out gary so my first beer off of dry january mm-hmm. i was invited to an influencer event because you know we're in, i'm a beer influencer now at you've influenced me to stay away from it i'll say that esot- sure. esoteric brewing mm-hmm. which they're releasing this week their carnival which is a kolsch light Ooh, carnival in cans and draft and i was like this beer was the perfect beer to it wasn't like you know I, it was like it's like four percent great just really really well balanced beer um the perfect beer to get back into um drinking beer and of course you saw i did the real i'm back baby which why do reels get so much more Dude, there's a guy to work with it that's made interaction money on reels yeah you don't have tiktok though right no interesting interesting do we need a tick do we need a, a beers and beards tiktok i feel like i don't know let's have listen to a lot of gary v and he's all about it so i don't know <laughs> i don't i'm i feel like i was i'm spending enough time on social media as is see i I'm very lightly associated. Like I use it more for messaging. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm overwhelmed with it. I just feel like the amount, I don't want to spend more time on it. Yeah. I would like to spend less. Uh, shout out time. Since David gave a shout out. I'm, for some reason, I get I occasionally get some messages through Instagram. And I saw our messages with uh, Cigar, Liquor, and More podcast. Uh-huh. They're gonna put. They're gonna. Hopefully, we'll check them out, and they'll guide us to a bourbon and cigar pairing on one of our upcoming episodes. Yes. Uh, so go check them out. I have not listened. I I downloaded one their episode that they talked about. They do at the end of the year their top pairings for the year. So, which I don't even know. Like cigars or cigars, like a regular. Is it like? I, I don't. Know there are cigars know. that are easy to find. Like, is it like a? About blunts. Are there like? blunts and beers that's our next podcast holla back (laughs) blunts beers and bourbon do you pair a um strawberry swisher sweet blunt with like what kind of of beer would you pair that with (laughs) that's a good question i don't know um but yeah i don't know if like cigars if they're like if it's like a large if they're like nationally distributed <laughs> I think the like the it may be different brands, but what they are is kind of the same. You know what I mean? The style, the style, yeah. Okay. Uh, on our honeymoon, I brought back some Cuban cigars, which was illegal at the time. But they switched out the little thing, the little paper on it, to say the it was made in the Dominican Republic. Nice. Which it was probably made in, you know, Kentucky. <laughs> for all I know. Yeah. Um. Well, since David got to drink, I know this is going to be a surprise to all you guys. Uh, I'm going to drink. Surprise, motherfucker. This week, um, our bourbon is brought to you by Beard Octane. Head over to beardoctane.com to check out all their selection of men's grooming products. They'll hook you up. I know you're trying to grow it out for Valentine's Day or whatever. 
uh, it's cold out, you maybe just want a little extra layer, use promo code BEERSBEARDS10. Save 10% off. Tell them we sent you. This week, David, I'm excited. One of my favorite brands of bourbon is Old Forester. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Obviously, I got really drunk on some Old Forester Statesman. Uh, I <laughs> like just the Old Forester 86. Uh, you've got some Old Forester 1920. Which I'm going to bring down some for and you. a good friend of mine sent me a bottle. So shout out to my good friend, John Cannon. You'll never shout out this. John. Old John, uh, a bottle of Old Forester 1870 original batch, 90 proof. I mean, I know we don't post video anymore, but it's a it's a beautiful bottle. Like yeah, I, said, I do caramel color. Yeah, the thing I like about Old Forester is that if you had all the bottles, if you line them up next, to, like all of their different brands. If you lined them up next to each other, they would look really good on a shelf. Yes. And they'll look really similar. Like they don't yeah. go off brand too much. Right. Um, because I feel like your your nineteen twenty, it's a white label, right? But it, mm-hmm. it has it, blue. And it like says nineteen twenty where this one says eighteen seventy. So uh yeah. this it is ninety prohibition style or something like that. Yeah. Uh eighteen seventy George Garvin Brown crafted batches of whiskey uh on Louisville's whiskey row by blending three distilleries warehouses to achieve quality and consistency. Holla back. This whiskey is distilled uh by us and only us, and we are responsible for its richness, fine quality, elegant flavor, uh, and it's solely due to the original finesse developed with care. There is nothing better on the market, and that's signed George Garvin Brown, founder. Pretty sure he's dead. This came out in 1870. This bottle <laughs> so, came out in 1870, but this, the this brand. mash bill, this batch came out. So the, the thing that I understand when looking at l- reviewing, oh. researching this is that basically they take they used to take it from three different distilleries to batch the 1870 style now it's from three different uh, warehouses that were distilled on three different days and they mix those batches together to create 1870 so this is a not blend i guess it it technically is blended but it's still it's all bourbon just yeah. blended together which is, I thought is, I think is interesting. Like, and it's got a good nose on. It's got one of those, like you know, it's going to be smooth. <clears throat> and people all the time, oh, that's smooth. I'm like, do you really? There is there really a smooth bourbon? Like, I would really yeah. love to dig into that concept of a smooth bourbon. Because it, if it's a good bourbon, it's still going to have a little little pizzazz to it. You know what I'm saying? It's still going to bite you. A yeah, bit. I'm trying to think of this smoothest that I've had. Uh, I mean, the, and the I found happy, that, that weeded bourbon is usually like the yeah. smoothest by nature. The, like Weller Green Label is very smooth. Mm. I think. I think uh, Maker's Mark, the original Maker's Mark, is really smooth. You know that was my um, go-to forever. Uh, shout out to my nephew. He's turning twenty-one. His mom hits me up and says, "Hey, I don't want to buy an expensive bottle, but what is a bottle of bourbon I can buy him?" And he's gonna lie, you know, that's kind of set the pace. And you know what is I Is that said? the nephew that I met? Yeah. He's twenty one. Twenty one, yeah. <laughs> I guess that was like we watched with him uh Cody Garbrandt beat uh Dominic Cruz. Two thousand sixteen. God, that was six, Going in well, almost six, yeah. Five years ago. Um so So what'd you what'd you recommend? Maker's Mark. 
It's a good one. Man, just it's a good start. I mean, I wasn't going to give him nothing cheap. <laughs> she said she didn't want expensive, but she didn't want cheap. Like, I'll just give him some okra. It'd be all right. <laughs> Get him some benchmark. <laughs> Man, I got a bottle of benchmark. I'll give him right now. Hold on, let me just fill it. Let me just fill it right back. Fill it back up with water. Who was it that was? Um, oh, you. Side note here, my what friend, my friend Michael Rigdon's coming to Cincinnati. He, uh, I think he's still trying to come this weekend. Good luck. You gave, you gave him some. I hit you up for some recommendations on where to go. Yeah, and he's got a reservation at the Italian place, whatever it's called. Oh, at uh, uh, damn it! Now I can't. My my wife and I go there all the time. Yeah. Anyway, happened Dolores. That's it. So they have uh, an old fashioned on the menu. We were looking. For. It is really good. I had it before, and it's like, it and it's not too expensive, but the description it was like, um, it has pollen. like a rosemary and bee pollen in it. I yeah, think, I'm right? Like, what the hell? It's good though. I tell them to get it. And this nose is great. That's almost say this is uh thank you to John Cannon. He's a great man. And this is uh oh four for eighteen seventy. Bro, it's so good. So good. Mm, it does leave a little out of my lips. Not so much on my palate, but on my lips. Maybe I got chap lips, I don't know. Yeah, it says clove clove notes spice up a medley of citrus fruit, so it must be a little spicy. That's probably what you're getting here. Yeah, there's no fruit in this bitch. Soft with lingering fruit and spice. It's character. like a peanut butter sandwich and a circus peanut wrapped it together. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I feel like there's such an opportunity to jump on the bandwagon of reviewing bourbon and trying to be like that over the top. That guy. You know, and like when people ask, I was like, I don't review bourbon. I drink and tell you if I like it. Like I, I'm not a reviewer. Yeah, I would love in a in a perfect world I would go to that uh, that school where they teach you how to. I forget what it's called. To be a, a whiskey some bourbon sommelier. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's where they teach you how to be a master distiller. Really get get your palate worked up. But I'm like I'm too. Like you gonna really have to teach me something. Like that would be a hard class because I've I've drank a lot of bourbon and I still don't know <laughs> shit about it. The way that you. Um, I've had conversations with David Nilsson, who is a Cicerone, which is the beer version of a Sommelier. Yeah, a Sommelier um, is wine, though. Sommelier is wine, but remember we looked this up before. A bourbon Sommelier or bourbon is called a bourbon Sommelier. <laughs> but he, so the way that they they teach you how to to discover flavors in things is you actually like if you want to figure out how to know what a clove note or flavor is, you huff some cloves and you're like, Oh, that's what that smells like. That's what that flavor is when I get it in bourbon and you train your, your palate and you train your nose and that, then you can, then you can do it. Then you're good to go. Good to know. And then that's, and then you're tested on that. Like you, they give you beer and they say, what notes does this beer have? It has a hobby note. Bur- this this has bourbon notes, which we need to bring back bourbon notes. Because I haven't I had so bourbon many, on this show in forever. I have so many plans in my head that I want to do for this podcast. And in 2022, I've had zero routine in my life. Maybe that's what I need to focus on. Routine. 
like a good solid routine. You know, I'm I'm back in classes, which I'm taking psychology, which has turned out to be more like science shit, anatomy type shit than it is like psychology shit. Psychi- yeah, who who put all this science in my psychology? Like, like why the fuck I gotta know how the nose works? Like I don't give a fuck. Tell me how the eye, like I like I took a test on the eyeball this week. I'm like, what the, what the fuck's that? I do psychology, bitch. That's anatomy. That's you know. That's why I'm almost a doctor. After the second chapter of my book, I was yeah. for sure thought I was gonna be able to do brain surgery. I study female anatomy. <laughs> Shit, the hell you do. <laughs> the hell you say. All right, let me finish this. Burp. Gosh damn, what this is up there. This is not. I will say this. I know yep. I'm all lovey. This is not as good as Old Forster Statesman. It's better than Old Forster 86. It's in that. And yeah. and neither one of those are bad. Old Forster Statesman's probably in my top three bourbons of all time. It may hold is like Is it a, better than the birthday bourbon? Yeah, I think it is. I I, it, it, I get a very similar vibe to the, to the birthday bourbon. This is the fourth different Old Forester that has been featured on the show so far. Oh, Forster, reach out, baby. We coming. Yeah. We we will take a sponsorship and we will only feature old Forester products on the show. Hey, they got plenty. That is a damn. That's 3.75, but I'm very tempted to get drunk tonight since all state offices are closed tomorrow. Yeah, and you don't have to work. I mean I got well, work remotely, go. but oh Start at like a Let's start yeah. a poll. Should I drink another round? Well, there's only one voter, two voters. I'm gonna say yes. I guess it's me, and then you could be the tying vote. Yeah. What do you say? I'll say yes. It's unanimous. <laughs> uh, tell, us, yeah. tell us more. Give us uh, break us down into uh, so, our next segment uh, with Coca Cola, which also makes. We've talked about this. I am yeah. a Pepsi guy. Which is weird because like, you're from the like South. Coca-Cola. But I think this is crazy. From the South. Everybody down this motherfucker drinks Mountain Dew. Like the people <laughs> put it in about. their baby's bottles. Like three months old be chugging some fucking Mountain Dew. I guess Ooh. they're not far enough south to be in Coke. I, that's like Georgia and Alabama's Coke country, right? Is it really? I think. I, I mean, I, Coke I, is from I, Atlanta. I that with all due respect, I don't know. Coke, like Coke was the headquarters of Coke is in Atlanta. But anyway, we continue to see the blurred lines, Gary, of. That's a good song. Yeah. Of traditional beverages going into alcoholic beverages. We got Mountain Dew. They're making uh, hard Mountain Dew and they're doing the uh, Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Did you see that? Yes. Baja Blast Mountain, hard Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Um, but Coke, which has so many brands is they already did Topo Chico, which I got, I bought some Topo Chico hard seltzer this past week. Have not tried it yet. I'll give you, I'll let you know. Okay. But then we, I think we briefly mentioned this last year. Fresca is also being made into a hard beverage. And now simply lemonade is being turn into simply spiked they've got strawberry lemonade signature lemonade blueberry lemonade and watermelon lemonade and i think we have enough lemonade 
hard seltzers on the market already That's because Bud Light has one. Yourself, how do you get to the head of that pack? Is it marketing? Is it quality? Because I can't imagine they all taste very like this. It's not going to yeah. be like oh, I mean, I'm sure there's some bad ones, and there's I'm sure there's a, a a separator between the the good and the bad. You know what I mean? But I can't imagine mm-hmm. that that difference is a whole lot. Yeah, I mean the bit and the issue with a lot of these is that. The reason why people, I think, liked seltzer is because it was low sugar, you know, just enough alcohol. It wasn't overly sweet. And they all these things are getting to be sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. And then, and they're sweetened with stevia, which is gross, has a weird aftertaste, which is, stevia is quote unquote natural, but. You're putting too much stevia in something? It's fucking yeah. gross. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, the, you learn the hard like, oh, that more is not better on this. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely blurring the lines. Uh, we talked about Bud Light has a hard seltzer, col- cola hard seltzer. Cola. The leader of cola. They, they are, um, did you see the, the commercial with Guy, Guy Fieri for the Super Bowl? I'm not a guy. It says, Flay. Flavor is back because you know he's a mayor of Flavortown, which I don't know if he's running unopposed or what. But I'm I might primary him this year as for. I feel like it's a complete dictatorship in that town. Total (laughs) totalitarian government. But they do have a Super Bowl commercial featuring guy Fieri. Fieri, it's a guy, it's a Mario. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. So many like hard RTD cocktails and things. Like and I think it just... because you've got you got that first and you know twenty twenty you had that blast you had fucking White Claw truly all that shit was just on fucking fire right like it is mm-hmm. blazing. Well, because what happened was yeah, and now people... everybody's like, oh, it did so good. Two years later, you know, like, oh, no, bro, yeah. you done missed the boat on that. Like, that, those brands are already established. People already know what they like. Right. But the issue was when COVID first started, people were like, I'm drinking 12 drinks a night because COVID. I ain't and they're like, oh, uh, I guess I probably, if I'm going to drink 12, it probably should be like a seltzer so I can yeah. be hydrated. I'm going to be health time. conscious. <laughs> it's me, Mario. Exactly. Interesting. David, I have a deal for people. You ready? What's the deal? Also, Delio, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. If you want to get in, we you get in. First five people get it. We've had zero people. Let's just be transparent. Zero people have been interested. That's okay. Don't hurt our feelings, none. But if you want to be entered to win a free six pack of beer from Rivalry Brews, yeah. if you want the first five people to join our. If we the first one that joins will get the free beer. How about that? So yeah. race to the computer, patreon.com. Which is like $30, $30 for a six-pack. Yeah, it's going to cost you five. And we're going to cover the shipping. You know, who's better than you? Come on now. Yeah. Let's get after Literally it. free. But I've got and a better deal for you. Cincinnati beer. What is today's date? I got I to gotta make sure. I'm February not. 2nd. All right. Through February 6th, right now, David. Okay. From right now, when you hear this, through February 6th, this podcast will come out on February 3rd, so you've got three days. Then the, I know the majority of you listen within the first 12 hours. Okay. 
All 700,000 of you. All right. Mm-hmm. Pushing Joe Rogan numbers. <laughs> Go to We're Amazon. Not Joe Rogan get, conspiracies. Get amazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Four months free. Four. 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 One, two, three, four. Fifth. One, two, three, four. Fifth. <laughs> so, <laughs> Isn't that a for you thing? <laughs> today, that's the deal I can offer you. Again, who's better than you? Nobody. Sign up. It's free. That's a, you know, that's Jim Harbaugh, right? What? Who's got it better than us? Nobody. No. At Michigan? No. That's not Did Jim you Harbaugh. see? He stole it from Joey Coco Diaz. Did you see Jim I Harbaugh? I saw your prediction that uh, Urban Meyer's going to Michigan. Urban Meyer or? Gary Thomas. Tom Brady. But I said Tom Brady's probably too old to be a coach. Uh, I don't, Tom Brady's Tom 87 Brady rich years as hell. old. He got a fine-ass wife. Also, I found it interesting that he didn't mention shit about the Patriots in his retirement thing on Instagram. Not a well, fucking thing. They weren't that. Yeah, that wasn't really a. Uh, it was, I mean, a, I know he wasn't there very long. Yeah. Or, he, you know, he didn't establish those great relationships up there and all <laughs> that. But, I mean, come on now. Yeah. Also, I mean, he won He the, won in the Super Bowl in 50% of his t- years with the Buccaneers. It was way below that with. Uh, yeah. I think it was only like, it was like 30% of his time with the Patriots. I just read also, I don't know why I'm getting into sports. My my friends are shitting on me because they're like, oh, go Bengals. I was like, man, fuck y'all. You ain't cheer for the Bengals in 20 years. Been to y'all's houses. I ain't see a Bengal poster, <laughs> jersey, nothing. You know? Yeah. They're like, oh, you're just a <laughs> hater. I'm like, no, I'm not a hater. But you're a, you're a poser. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't come at me now. At the now, I have a my friend Stokes is a hardcore Browns fan. He yeah. got the he got the Browns Zupon pants. Like he's <laughs> into it. Like his team's That's Notre Dame and the Browns. And I generally Notre Dame. Yeah, he's a huge. I mean, he's Catholic. Come on, Stokes. So, um, come on, Bob Stokes. But so I'm, I do like jabbing. Like, hey man, I'm so proud of your team. Like looking to go in Super Bowl. Like, man, fuck you. He posted on Facebook. He's like, man, fuck. Or he sent us in our group chat. He's like, man, fuck these kids at school. They come to me celebrating the Bengals. He's like, I'm about to throw a punch. <laughs> People keep asking me. So I, I live in Cincinnati, but I've been a Browns fan. But you're not from Cincinnati. No, I'm a transplant. But I've been a Browns fan since. Trans- what? Plant. Oh, okay. What's your pronouns then? <laughs> David. I don't use pronouns. Z and Zim. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So, but I've lived here for almost eight years, and people are like, "Oh, are you a Bengals fan now?" No, no, I'm a, I'm a Browns fan. Ride or die. Hey, but but Odell. Beckham, I do. I will say, yeah. I'm, I'm. Yeah. Think about this. You got Odell Beckham, Matt Stat. People from teams that never wouldn't. I mean, they couldn't fucking cheat good enough to get in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and they gonna make it on another team. Matt yeah. Stafford been been got his ass kicked for the last fifteen years playing in Detroit, and now he's gonna go to the Super Bowl. Good on him, though. You know, yeah. I don't know. Where were we? Um, we're talking about songs. Yeah, we're I will. I will say I've been rooting for the Bengals, and it is what weird the fuck being you have you 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 no, tweeted been... out every team's made it to the Super Bowl, and you start deleting them <laughs> as they lose, and it just so happens you left the Bengals tweet up. No, I, I you didn't. You even told us you're like, yeah, but they're not going to win. I think they'll win. I think, I think Joe Burrow representing the SEC 
I mean, they fucking didn't respect him, you know, at Ohio State. Yeah. So he had to go where they, you know, where teams win national championships. Yeah. He got he got hurt when he was at Ohio State. Yeah. Well, he got that. He got hurt he got last that. year, didn't he? Yeah. But it's crazy to me. Like, and I know it's not just Joe Burrow that's made that team great. It's a, like, it's all the Ohio State players. You gotta it's admit Sam Hubbard, Eli Apple, Von <sighs> Bell. Isaiah Prince playing right tackle, only giving up six sacks in the last game. In the last game. You got to admit, though, like, um, this playoff season has been incredible. Yeah. Like, if you're a football fan, and I I am, I'll I'll be the first to admit, I'm very casual. I ain't watched a whole NFL game and probably since the fucking Eagles were in the Super Bowl. Like, from start to finish, I ain't watched shit. Probably ain't going to watch a Super Bowl, like, from start to finish. But I tell you the one thing I meant to bring this back when you was talking about um, Guy Fieri. It's at a Mario. I saw a uh, spoiler for <laughs> apparently Marvel has a um, Mario 40, 40 second spot for the new Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. And so this, they're like, here's the spoiler. Uh, it's the Doctor Strange movie. And in the la- the money shot, is this man reaching down and grabbing the the um, Captain America shield? Guess who it is? Joey Coco Diaz. Jim Halpert. What? Yep. Like there's room. Like there's been so many rumors of him. So he he auditioned for that. He's this sexy. movie's crazy, and I could we could do a whole podcast about my love for Marvel. But in this movie, you're gonna have Tom Cruise as Iron Man. And that fucked up. Mm. Who turned down it? Who turned it down originally? Yeah, but this is like Doctor Strange in the multiverse. Is it Benedict ben- Benedict Cumberbatch? He's yeah. good as Doctor Strange. He, he is, is good so good. Uh, the the standalone Doctor Strange movie is one of my favorites. Like people are like, oh, that movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's awesome. Like he's such an asshole. Yeah, but you still gotta like respect him at the end. Anyway, let's listen to some music, David. <laughs> Did you see that uh, Warner Brothers released some of our stuff on Facebook today? Yeah, thank you. Warner Med- Warner Media. <laughs> All right. So since so, I am in the rebuilding process, right? Yeah. Like I've got to I've got to engineer myself to be this specimen of health for mm-hmm. I mean, really for to be a good example for everybody listening to this podcast. Uh one of my favorite artists who was signed under a Kanye West album. There's people. Me- Are you messaging somebody on Instagram right now? No. Somebody just messaged us. I know. They know we're. T- I mean, maybe we're talking about them. Do they know that we're but live? One excuse of- me, we're live right now. Excuse me. Excuse me. How dare you interrupt? I feel like if you start anything with "excuse me," <laughs> they just dickhead from there. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, this coffee's not hot enough. Excuse me. Uh, that's only one ply of toilet paper. One <laughs> ply. Excuse me. Never mind. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, this song, I can remember when it came out. It just, I don't know. It was on my gym playlist. It wasn't then. It, I mean, it was for a while. I took it off. Now I'm putting it back on. Uh, I feel like it's my time to bounce back. You I know the song? story about this song, yeah. Do you? Yeah, I'll tell you at the end. At the end of the song. We're going to play the whole song. <laughs> Oh my 
is that semi-automatic? I'm gonna shoot you. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting shakes. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Boy, I've been broke as hell, cash a check and bounce back. D-Town LAX, every week I bounce back. If you a real one, then you know how to bounce back. Don't know nobody, oh nobody, always on the fucking job. Ain't got no hobbies. Got the city fucking with me, cause I'm home. Bro, vibing not more than my phone. No, leave me alone, me on my own, no. I cut a bitch off like an edit. My daddy G is genetics. I heard your new shit is pathetic. Your contrast to be shredded. To my dogs on a private jet from the public house, and I kept a G, yeah, one thousand. Click stars, studded like the Paramount money. Everything I do is righteous. Betting on me is the right risk, even in a fucking crisis. I'm never on some switch of side shit. I switch gears to the night shift. Blacking out because I'm enlightened. God talk to me in silence, but I hear him every time, man. Big Sean, bounce back. Yeah. So my, so you know, I used to work at Riverbend. Mm-hmm. Big Sean events. had a concert there. Yeah, it was Big Sean and um, I forget who was with him, but apparently, no, they it was two rappers, and apparently they their their crews, like the people that worked backstage with them, had had like because they were touring together, they'd had like a lot of like beef in between them, and they hate they all hated each other, and so I was working the only show I worked like backstage ever at Riverbend and every two minutes someone different would come up to me and say something different. Like, oh yeah. Let all these people in or like, cause you know, you have to have a backstage pass to get backstage and they're like, Oh yeah. And they can have, and someone would come and be like, Oh yeah. Everyone can have one guest or no guests. Everyone has to have a pass. But anyway, so where I was, I could see the crowd. Like I'm like in the like backstage, but like you know, on like a, like a like stairs area so i can see the crowd i've never seen a more like engaged fan like fan crowd base than the people with big sean yeah sure it was inc- it's incredible Detroit? i think so i don't know where he's from but i like him dude i like his music i i'm so eclectic 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 yeah kind of hectic um yeah, he's from Detroit. I don't know. Like, I go through phases. It may be Slipknot today, Big Sean tomorrow, Tyler Childers the next day. You know who I don't like? Yeah. Beatles. I'm going to see. Uh, hold on. Who am I? Paul I'm going McCartney? To, no. Ringo? That's the only oh. two that I left. I'm going to see Namesh Patel at Comedy Off-Broadway, right? Mm-hmm. And the only thing I know about Namesh Patel is he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. That's literally the only thing. I don't know any of his stand-up. I assume he's kind of funny, but whatever. So I started going down like his some of his clips. And he's Indian, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, fuck Britain. So when you today, you're, when you were telling me that Nixon was trying to <laughs> to deport uh, John Lennon, I was like, man, fuck those guys. Yeah. I think he yeah. might have been on... Does he have a Netflix special? I don't know, but he said... He's talking to this teacher in the crowd. And she's from like New Zealand, but she teaches in England. He's like, "What do y'all teach? Like, what do y'all teach history in, in England? Is like one big apology? Like, we fucked all this up? <laughs> like, you know? It's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, I've never heard of, of this song of your. I'm I'm appreciative of your diversity in music, David. 
So get AmazonMusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Four months. One, two, three. You can listen to this song for four months. So this song is, well, I've seen this guy in concert. I saw him at a um, music festival. I had no idea who he was. He's playing in the middle of the day, whatever. That's never a good sign. Yeah. He and he was like newer when when this came out, but I've had, never heard of it. Yeah, so um, <laughs> yeah, Father John Misty. Um, but forgive me, Father. I just always so, yeah, I just always liked his music. It's really chill. Um, You're into and like music. it's like chill melodic uh, type of music. And my wife really loves this song. This is kind of like one of our like. This is the one of our special. Let's songs. get it on. <laughs> but then this song will come on like multiple different. Like I had like a, I was driving to work the other day and I had a um. If you like, say I have like, station, no, no, like a like morning. I have like morning commute or whatever on, um, Spotify. Like it'll be like some some podcast, some yeah. music. You know, it's just different stuff. And this song came on, and this song has been stuck in my head since. Two, like for like two and a half days. So, remind me uh, to tell you the story of our, and don't forget, all of these songs are available anywhere you can get songs. Maybe on Spotify, but not, maybe not for much. We're not leaving Spotify. I stand with Rogan, even though I have a very left leaning partner here. And for me to be completely transparent, I don't give a fuck about none of that stuff. Politics in general does not, like, I'm the guy who just likes to fuck with people. Yeah, I think I've made that pretty clear in my life. Like, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to be, and if you had to put me in a box politically, it would be libertarian. Do whatever you want to do. Don't don't tell me what I can do, right? But this whole left right debate, it like, sure, there's assholes on the left, there's assholes on the right, there's assholes in the middle. We're all people. We're all people. We're all fucked up. Anyway, yeah, I agree. Uh, here's anyway, a, Father John Missy, real Uncle, love, Uncle baby. Joe Billy, real love, baby. Oh shit! This is a campfire. This is getting pussy song. It is. But on the Beers and Beards podcast, and then our. We can make this bitch go two hours. I'm ready to drink this whole bottle. Let's be honest. Record next week's episode. Son, I love this. Good shit, David. See the and ladies and gentlemen, this is how you know Gary's drunk. That I, listen, sincerely, I like that song. Yeah, he's what a good, he's a really good artist. A baby making song for real. Look at this. Look how much go I'm go play that for Abby. Get She's you a get you a. a uh, Baby number three. three on baby number three. Then you guys have to play zone defense. I can't play. I, I can't make any more babies, David. I got snipped. So let me tell you the story. Okay. 
at our gym in my office, there is a Bluetooth speaker, a, a large one that will be loud for the whole place. Yeah. <clears throat> Michael Rigdon, who's a fan, mm-hmm. the great ginger of the of ginger fan, probably the the biggest fan that's the ginger of this podcast. Number one ginger fan. I was like, hey, let's listen to our uh, playlist. <laughs> While we work out now, granted there's Christmas songs. There's the, these kind of songs I just played. Like it's very diverse. There's some good workout songs on there too. We no thought skipping. we were, we thought we were the, uh, only people there. Okay. <laughs> so like the second song is in the one time we've had Juan Valley on the podcast, he picks a song. He picks tenacious D <laughs> F her gently. So this song's playing in while we're working out out of nowhere, bro, out of nowhere. And we like, we even caught it. We're like, man, somebody's going to walk in or something. This girl walks out of the cardio room. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. It's just me and him in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was very awkward. So, and you know, I'm all for awkward. Like I'm all for making everybody feel awkward. Yeah. <clears throat> but like yeah fucker gently was playing <laughs> in this gym with what 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 appeared to be just two fellas in there <laughs> and this woman walks out and we're like oh shit you're like no this is i have a podcast this playlist, <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't even who sings this you know i don't know the words so, uh, anyway i think that's got to be our we can't, uh, we can't cut this podcast off finish this last drink uh that's gonna be our outro song today. Yeah, <laughs> um, like crying. Yeah, oh. I remember we have to go back because one, there was two songs that he, <laughs> there were two songs that he was uh, wanting, and both of us like, I don't think you understand what we're trying to do here, bro. <laughs> oh, listen, he's he's last week we gave him a shout out to end play a little boot scoot and boogie because he was uh, down with the COVID. Is he? What's, Ask him if he's out of quarantine. Uh, Hold on, let's call him. Call him on the show. Put Damn. a FaceTime him. Yeah. <laughs> Are you FaceTiming him or calling him? No, I'm just calling. Him. Uh, Yo, how you feeling, baby? Good. I feel great. Me and David are recording our podcast right now. We were just talking about you. I wanted I wanted to reiterate the story I just told. Wait, so is this live on air? It's not live, but it's gonna be in the podcast. This this call right here? Yes. This recording as I'm talking. As, as, you're, yes, talking. as you're talking. Yes. As, me. This Can you is, hear me one? This is all this is right in the middle. So I can it. say whatever I want right now. It's in my podcast. Yeah, but let me tell you the Within story. Reason. <laughs> Uh, so me and this dude at work, we go to the gym, right? At the gym in our office. And we assume that it's just us. So I decide to play the beers and beards podcast playlist, right? So we're listening to the playlist. And like the second song that comes on is the song that you pick from tenacious D. Do you remember that? Um, no, he doesn't. No, I don't. I'm it, trying you, to think. What you, it's when you drink Pappy, I think, right? Was it? Was that the episode? Yes. He's like, oh, that's pretty strong. <laughs> you pick Fuck Her Gently by Tenacious D. 
Hell yeah. So this comes on in the gym and it's just me and this other dude. And we're like, this is kind of awkward, but whatever. It's just us. At as, as soon as it gets as soon as it's mid first first verse, this woman comes out of the cardio room. <laughs> and it's just her and then me and this other dude in there. And it was it was awkward. So did you guys make eye contact with each other as she was walking out and you had that feeling like Oh fuck! <laughs> well, we yeah, kind of. We're like, oh man, this is awkward. But that's great. We we're just checking in with you. We knew you you've been down with COVID. Are you out of quarantine? Yes, out of quarantine, feeling great. Um, the first few days were terrible, but I was able to power through it, and I'm okay now. Are you prepared for the ice storm that's coming? Uh, no, and like all storms uh, that travel through our area, I think it is going to be overblown. I, and agree, the I, I hope so. There. I hope so. Did you get your milk and, and bread, Juan? No, I did not, but I <laughs> loved hearing Did you go to the liquor store? <laughs> no, I uh, did not go to the liquor store. I am not a good candidate for this whole hey, beers and beers uh, podcast. Well, we hey, had this conversation to, earlier. You want to go to a strip club this weekend? I'm, oh, I'm sorry, David. As if you wanted to go to a strip club this weekend. You want to yes, to let's go right now. Come pick me up. We'll rally at the strip club. Yeah. I feel like Juan would be the type that has conversations about their personal life at, during a lap dance. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> I, I know from experience. He's like, he's like, show me pictures of your kids. Is that a C-section scar? <laughs> Come on, baby. What's going on? <laughs> no. All right. Uh, Juan, we love you. I just want to check in make sure you're okay. And I want to tell you that story since I just told it to David. Awesome. Love it. You guys have a great podcast. Good hearing from you. And uh, talk to you guys later. All right, see you. See ya. That's our boy. Oh shit! That was <laughs> that was Father John Misty there, still playing. There you go. I don't know, David. I don't know. I don't know where. Where? Listen, I have so many big ideas. I think I told you about this. I'm I'm getting kind of drunk right now, so maybe we need to cut this off. <laughs> for, uh, for your own, for your own good. For well, not for my own good. Like I, I don't get. You get embarrassed. No. I don't either, per se. Like I'm, I've always said this: if it, if it's an awkward situation, I want everybody around me to feel awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I get like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that or done that. But do you regret <laughs> it? Like I'm. Mm. But the problem with me is I say dumb shit, and then <laughs> fundamentally I have to back it up, even if I don't believe it. You just keep going. Like even some conversation I've had with you, I was like, man, I gotta fucking keep going on this shit. <laughs> I'm wrong, but yeah. yeah, I'm. I know I'm wrong, but I, I'd rather I not. Think. Yeah, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. I just want to keep. It's going. not that. It's just I got to keep up the appearance that I'm strong-willed about uh, my beliefs. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, why I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Listen, if you've made it this far, one hour and twenty minutes in, I love you so much. Yeah. I love all those that. Interact with us on social media. You guys on Twitter are killing it. Flagship February is in full swing. That's all David's baby. I mean, I I didn't think it would go anywhere, but who am I? <laughs> David's way smarter than me. I think next, maybe next week will be the week that I drink the beer that wins. So It's going to be over by then? Yeah. 
It's only four rounds. I'm doing one per day. Well, doing the first, splitting the first round up into two days and then three more rounds or two more rounds. Three more rounds, one per day. Hmm. We are available on social media, on Twitter, obviously. Like I said, we got like 150 followers, but y'all coming Almost through. Almost 200 now, thanks to the. Uh, <laughs> thanks, to the uh, thanks to this. Yeah. Hashtag beer Twitter coming in coming in hot um support thank you guys so much instagram is our is really our home facebook be trying to kick us out every day even though we're winning our disagreements with these record companies (laughs) yeah we are yeah we're at war with record companies um but twitter facebook instagram you can see everything we've ever drank on this podcast, MMAMcKinney.com. You can follow David on Twitter at MMAMcKinney.com. Please, for the love of God, somebody help help me troll him. Please. He troll doesn't me. respond, but maybe if we get enough people that talk at smack, he'll he'll yeah. come back. And then I can stick to those bad ideas that I put out anyway. I can hold firm to my wrongness and whatever. Help me come up with ideas for the next Michigan football head coach. Because here's what I came up with. Uh, Jawan Howard, who's the I think he's the current basketball coach at Michigan. <laughs> he's not, he's on ESPN. <laughs> no, Jawan Howard is the coach at Michigan. Jawan Howard is the coach, yeah. He took him to the final, whatever. Oh, I'm four. thinking of uh, the other dude, Jalen Howard, Jalen uh, Rose. Rose, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Um, I said they could bring Brady Hoke back. I met Brady Hoke. He, yeah, he was like their offensive line coach when I met him. Yeah, they could, uh, Tom Brady could be the coach. I don't know. Uh, you don't or, know Tom Brady. <laughs> you met all I did. guys. Or I did meet Tom Brady when he was playing that I know you probably haven't met. They could just keep Jim Harbaugh, which is my. Jim Harbaugh coached Moorhead State, bro. <laughs> what? Look it up. He didn't coach at Moorhead State. Yes, he did. He was a graduate assistant at Moorhead State. Or maybe it was his brother. Um, Some Harbaugh was the coach there. Yeah. Well, Sam did not get the job at Minnesota. Do you want the job at Minnesota? So yeah, he was like basically saying he 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 basically said his goodbyes to everyone. Was he he told and his coaches hire like, he, he told his coaches like, like hey. It's like when you get to you think you get that job, you're man, fuck all y'all I'm out of here. We're sorry, sir. You did not get this job. Oh man, I was bullshit. I, you know I love y'all. <laughs> he he told the his assistant coaches, like, oh yeah, we got a week off. Go do what's best for your family. And then he was telling recruits, dad, parents, like, hey, even though I'm not gonna be here, you should still give Michigan a chance. And he's come back with his tail between his legs. I mean, people can change. Yeah. I don't know. Good old. Yo, I got a fake ID, though. <sighs> yeah. So, everyone's in the club getting yeah. tipsy. This is Chingy. Yeah. And this is like, this all came out when I got married in 2003. Was this your first dance? <laughs> My first dance was Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. No, if I could change the world by Eric Clapton. Really? Yep. Interesting choice. And Babyface. What you know about Babyface? 
Babyface, is he from, uh, is he part of the Cash Money Millionaires? He's from Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. That's where we're moving this podcast. We love you people. Jesus. I don't know why you love us, but if you made it this far, salute. Next weekend, David's coming to the house. I've already cleared it with the wife. We're going to get drunk. I got my designated driver. Uber you back to Cincinnati. Until next week.